And, but I can tell you during that time, my walk with the Lord, it wasn't a supplement anymore. It became, it was just crucial. It was truly my daily bread. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. I'm excited again. Lauren, glad you're here. Me too. I can't wait. Yes, we've got Lauren Smothers back with Restore the Home. Um, Guys, today we're going to take a dive a little bit deeper. We're still talking about uh, order, but we're going to talk about, and and before we go into this, please listen to episode one and two, because we're doing this series on order, but order in different areas, okay, of our life and experiences. And um, so today, where we're going is trauma, actually. Uh, after we've experienced trauma in our life, hard times in our life, you know, we tend to get a little bit chaotic in our nervous system spiritually, physically. we Sometimes it's even disordered in our home because we're not doing anything. We're not picking up. We're not, you know, we get in the bed, put the covers over our head sometime. I mean, we do the strangest things. Everybody's different and we respond differently. Some people clean, 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 clean. Some people don't eat a thing. Some people eat everything in the house. Uh, and so we all respond very different differently to to trauma and that's a a known fact because we're we're human we respond to things differently there's a book that is so true the title of the book is so true it says the body keeps the score and the body does keep the score and especially as it relates to trauma and so our body feels trauma very differently when you're triggered when, when we're all triggered and we all have a button, you know, that can be pushed, our body will immediately feel when our button has been pushed. So God fearfully and wonderfully made us and he made us so that we could stop and go, hey, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I, in my spiritual journey, I've learned to stop and say that, God, what is going on when I'm triggered? Uh, and it's a beautiful thing because he created us fearfully and wonderfully created us. So our body functions for us in that manner and to ask him. And in this episode, we want to kind of talk about uh, after trauma, um, the order, what that looks like, and uh, a journey toward Jesus through that order, right? And I know that, Lauren, you have a story, Mm -hmm. and I kind of wanted you to share that with us. And so I'll let you begin. Yeah, I would love to share. I, and I've told Susan this, I often refer to um, the work that we do in clients' homes or the work that God is doing in my life. I kind of picture like the home building process or like the home renovation process. And so I'll start my story, a little bit of background about me, even before where I thought I might start. So I was raised, um, in a wonderful home, an older brother, younger sister, um, two loving parents, and was brought up in a Christian home. So we always had um, that background. 
And so my faith had always been a part of my life. But, you know, until you walk through some hard things, it's just hard to feel like Jesus is really your BFF until you need him to be your BFF. And so, you know, I I was the rule follower, the good kid. And so that was just kind of the life that I lived for a while, just going through the motions, following the rules, loving Jesus and, you know, just living life. And so fast forward to 2020, we all experienced COVID and that was a major shift for the world. Here I am with two little girls, a husband that's in law enforcement, I'm self-employed. And so life starts to get a little bit real. January of 2021, I remember having just a quiet time with the Lord and saying, okay, God, COVID's behind us. It's time to build on to what I feel like you're calling me to. And here we go. This is the year. And little did I know it was going to be 18 months of just the absolute hardest time in my life. I say that instead of God letting me build the life that I wanted to build, he decided to renovate the life that I already had. And so through a series of events that I'll kind of walk you through, I really got taken back to my foundation and my studs as a person. Mm -hmm. I felt totally stripped down. I felt like I was just at the bare bones of who am I? And then we're just going to rebuild from there. Mm -hmm. And so um, to keep it short, at the beginning of 2021, my husband went to training for four months to become a state trooper. We saw him less than a handful of times across four months. Um, During that time, my brother was in rehab for alcohol and substance abuse. And then um, Mitch graduates, my brother comes back, and then my dad goes to rehab to get off of opioids, which were prescribed because he had a terrible accident, but still he went to rehab. And then the day that my dad came back from rehab, um, I didn't know it at the time, but it was actually the last day that... I saw my brother alive. Fast forward about six weeks after that day, my brother got terribly sick and passed away in August of 2021. That was definitely the hardest thing, still is the hardest thing that I've walked through, Mm. losing a sibling. He was 31. And that just wrecked me, Susan. It Mm. wrecked me. I know. And so, um, you know. So close. So close. So close. And, you know, he was sober and it was just we were going to open up a new chapter. And I had no idea that that was coming around the corner. So during that time, as a person who had no boundaries, I was available to everyone. I would work at any time that forced me into a season of having to create boundaries for myself because I needed room to grieve. Mm -hmm. And I had to let my team help me. I had to let my husband my like you know, pick up slack like I had to prioritize myself. And it was I never done that before. Mm-hmm. I was a people pleaser, whatever you need. And I was like, hey, actually, I'm in a terrible place. Mm-hmm. I need to go cry in my bed. You got the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two months after that, my husband found a mass. And within a month, um, he had his, you know, an appointment. And hey, this is probably cancer. Got it removed. It was cancer. Mm-hmm. Four months after that, we're already in, you know, April of 22 at this point. And it it came back. It was had metastasized to his lungs. And then he did um, some pretty rigorous chemo for about nine weeks. So that, you know, out of nowhere was just 18 months of just like, I felt like I got hit by a train. Mm. And, but I can tell you during that time, my walk with the Lord, it wasn't a supplement anymore. It became, it was just crucial. It was truly my daily bread. And I, you don't rely on God that way until you actually, you have to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can tell you that stripped so much off of me. 
it kind of, like I said, took me down to the studs of myself as a person. Mm -hmm. And I, God really kind of shored up my foundation at that time. And so fast forward to the next year and a half, you know, I let go of a lot um, during that time. And then he just let me, he led me into focusing on, okay, hey, here you are with this clean slate as a person, your foundation set. Let's start putting some structure. Let's start like building this house again. What are the rooms? What matters? Um, And slowly but surely it's, I felt like he's led me in this into this season of deciding what I want to let into my life and what I want my life to look like. And where that being, where does, where's my time go? Um, how many days a week do I work? Um, what does school look like for our kids? How often am I home with them? How do I nurture my marriage while he's working night shift and day shift, depending on the month? I just had to prioritize what creating order was going to look like for me after being completely wrecked. Mm-hmm. And God met me in that. He was there the whole time, but it it's been a three year journey of a reset button for me. Wow, that is a that is a testimony right there, Lauren. First of all, I'm so sorry about your grief. I'm so sorry about the loss of your brother. I'm so sorry. I know how close y'all were. You had told me that before, and I'm so sorry about what you had to go through with your husband. But I'm so grateful. How the Lord healed him. Yes. Is he in remission? Yes. Or yeah, he actually it, just had another small mass removed a couple of weeks ago and it came back benign. So oh, praise we were, the Lord. We were freaking out again. It, yeah, but I know. It was benign. So, you know, whenever chaos yeah. and trauma happens, you just feel blindsided. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But it just gives you an opportunity to put your trust in something other than your circumstances because those do not always hold tight. No, no, they don't. And, you know, as you were saying, this gave me an opportunity to reprioritize. Okay, what do I need to, what do I need to get rid of and what, what stays? Mm-hmm. I immediately, listeners, if you have not heard to episode one and two, please listen to at least episode two, because we did talk about, I want you to go back to one for sure too, but episode two, we gave a visual of pulling out the weeds and keeping the plants, that's exactly what you are describing, mm. uh, Lauren, is what weeds do I need to pull out, right? Yeah. And what plants, we referred to plants as the things that God wants us to keep, listeners. So it's a metaphor that we used last episode. Please go back and listen to that because Lauren just beautifully in her testimony was ending with with the weeds and the plants, right? Mm. What God wanted you to pull, what what God said, okay, you don't have to be a people pleaser. Yeah. You know, and what boils down to that and Lauren, if I may, it's it's very it rolls off my tongue very easily, but it boils down to who am I trying to please, God mm-hmm. or man, mm-hmm. right? Cuz people pleasers tend to please man. Yeah. You know, and so it's a very very interesting, uh, hard, uh, but glorious time with the Lord when you're spending it going, God, 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 I want to please you. Show me how to please you. What can I, you know, help me? Because I have a difficult time. You know, when you're being totally honest and transparent with God, He walks that road with you. Oh my goodness. Because, it's so intimate. Because He already knows what the struggle is, mm-hmm. see, in our lives. He already knows that. And uh, he meets you exactly where you where you are. And you were absolutely forced yes. to pull the weeds. Yeah. You were forced yeah. 
to prioritize. You were forced, forced to like the end of myself to the end I'm, of yourself. I've been the person that would mm-hmm. always pick it up and pull up your bootstraps and get back uh-huh. in it. And I was like, I'm tapped out. I yeah. got nothing. Uh huh. And, and then God worked in my life and I was like, well, that was clearly you because I'm over here. I'm just pooped out. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and when when you were forced and i.e. he forced it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, then that brought the order that that the prioritizing brought to you, brought you that peace yes. that in Scripture says surpasses all understanding. Yeah. And only you can only you got that through this what the world calls trauma, chaos, all that. Yeah. So um, it is true in therapy. We say this a lot, but man, and it's hard for people to hear, but when you experience it, like, like you're talking about, man, there's such great healing and pain. And the kind of healing that you're talking about is the healing you're talking about, about the healing of the soul mm-hmm. and how God healed you in the spirit would you agree with that? Totally. Mm-hmm. I was ready to do a work outside of me uh-huh. and he wanted to do the deep work that I yeah. didn't know I was even going to have to uproot and yeah. face. Yeah. So, so. Like a, it's like a healing from the inside out, not from the outside in. Not from the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And order has a lot to do with that, is what you're saying. Order had a lot to do with that because of the prioritizing yep. that you were not going to do yeah. no, <laughs> before I, that. <laughs> I didn't have a need to do that hard work until... <laughs> Until it was kind of forced upon me. So, you know, I had used the term before, ordered heart. I would say that's what got you an ordered heart. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that a fair really statement? Really just aligning with the Lord in that season because I, mm-hmm. I realized that, you know, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And sometimes that, the bare necessities, I couldn't do it in my own strength. And so I had to partner with God in that in a really real way. Um, and I had to partner with my husband in that and with my team and with my family and my peers that were supporting me through that season. It was no longer like Lauren against the world. It was like me being fully surrendered and fully reliant upon the people that were aligned with me, you know, on where, where I want to head in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't, it was not, not by my own strength. Like, it's just so clear that I can say that now that anything that I can be proud of in this season is so evident that it was um, brought about by people being arm in arm with me mm-hmm. and God being the, the true focus, focus of that. That's wonderful. Uh, I appreciate you giving that part of your testimony. I really do. Thank you. It's not fun, but I you just never know who's listening. And so um, I it's an opportunity to remind people to I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, the as soon as we can just let our guard down and talk about the hard things that we actually walk through, it just breaks down so many barriers that can get in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for having this conversation today. Yes, absolutely. One of the things, you know, as we talked about before the podcast, one of the hardest uh, things that I have walked through, many, many hard things. One of the things I'd already mentioned in an earlier podcast was relational, and uh, God's really honored that and blessed that. But mm. one of the things that that we've been through is uh, spiritual abuse. And um, you were like, oh, you know, that part you had not heard. And mm-hmm. and um, it. It was a very, well, the hardest, the hardest thing, because it's, it's so, it's hard anyway, but that's, that's your family and it's, it's a spiritual safe haven. And when it becomes not, it's very, very difficult. And um, so I went through it through a period of time where 
how do I, we're talking about order, how, and it was, my heart was very chaotic Mm. and it didn't know where to go. It didn't know what to do except to go to Jesus. And I actually remember saying, Jesus, you're the only one. You're it. You're the only one. Um, And so I went to God and it took me a very long time for my heart to heal. And the only thing that I knew to do was to let go. The letting go process that we have talked about in episode Mm -hmm. one, to learn to let go. And to let go, I knew to let go. When I refer to letting go, I mean let it go of resentment anger, bitterness, all of those things that cause chaos in the heart, because that's the opposite of God. Mm -hmm. And so I was very honest and transparent with God. And um, it was very, and hurt, and all of that. And the only way to release that is to go through a process of forgiveness. And forgiveness is when I just... I just went through this forgiveness process over and over and over and over and over again, every day, every day, every day. I had, and after a year, I told God, I, I don't even know how to do this forgiveness for, for such a thing as this. For those that have hurt, you know, I don't feel like we're more like Christ, ever more like Christ than when we choose to forgive those who have harmed you. I, I, I really don't because it's so like Jesus, you know. And the, it's a choice. It's a painful it choice is, that it, is not natural. It's not <laughs> a natural thing. I even put that in the forgiveness thing for it's not a natural thing to to forgive those who have harmed you. Mm-hmm. and But it is a supernatural thing. Yes. That's what it is. It's yes. supernatural. God do this through me. And so uh, every day, and then after a year, a year, uh, to be totally transparent, my heart changed. That's a long time. But forgiveness is an ongoing process until God releases you like it's, it's okay. And if it comes back up after a long, long time, then it doesn't take as long to release, you know, uh, that hurt. And so after a year, then my heart changed and I kept asking forgiveness till now it does no harm to them or myself. My heart is, is good. And so that is only a God thing. So what, what is, how does that relate to order? My heart is no, no, no longer in chaos. Yeah. It's healed. It's healed. Those wounds that, um, whether it's from trauma or, you know, loss, sickness, grief, like we can just have these wounds that come up. Um, and if they don't get addressed, it just kind of, it, it just gets over everything. It, it uses in every relationship. And so whenever we ask God, you know, are these simple prayers to step in and um, just be a part of our life? He's, he's going to get, want to get right into the the weeds and the, and the mm-hmm. painful areas of our life. And it brings us um, to a new, a newness in our relationship with him, that it's genuine. It's real. You, you really want to understand who he is because he's not just a nice thought anymore. He's the actual sustainer of everything that you do. So. Um, for whoever's listening, you know, whatever you've walked through that's wrecked you or made your life, it's caused you pain. Um, it's just such an opportunity for God to step in and um, create a new chapter in your life. You 100%, know? 100%. He works all things together for our good and for his glory. And I always bring up Psalm 139 because 
God already knows what's on your tongue, so you might as well uh, say whatever you're going to say, which implies total transparency and honesty. You cannot shock, shock God. Tell him everything. He's waiting. He's waiting. He wants to uh, walk through everything with you. So share your heart with Jesus. And share he wants heart. to put it back together. That's hey, what's cool. He meets us in our mess. And then he's going to he's going to put it back together in a way that's so beautiful. And you couldn't have planned it that way. And the hard things had to happen. But it's like a mosaic. You know, he's mm -hmm. he turns it into a new work. Beauty. And yep. then and then we're different because of it in the best of ways, in the best of ways. We love others better after we have forgiven, after we've let go, after we've let go and after we have gone through. And it shifts um, your priorities whenever you've walked through pain. It, it shifts your focus. And so. The little things that would be petty before, they just don't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. You kind of focus on what actually matters. Mm -hmm. So thank you, listeners, for tuning in this week. And we're not done yet. We have one more episode. So it gives you an opportunity to go back to episode one and two to catch up. And we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.